On today's episode of the Alon Exchange, we are going to be talking about purpose-based planning. What is that? What does that mean? And why does it matter to you? We're going to talk about preparing with purpose, preparing for purpose, and preparing on purpose. That and much more coming up. You won't want to miss it. And now, the Alon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I am joined in studio by the dynamic duo themselves, Jay and Brittany Hagee of Allon Planning Partners. You can get in touch with Jay and Brittany and the team at Allon Planning by calling 800 971 4549. That's 800 971 4549. You can also check them out online, Allon Planning, that's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, how, how's your week been so far? We're doing great, Chrissy. We're enjoying uh, the month and kind of sad because football season is coming to uh, a close. That's right? something we enjoy so much. But... Yeah, Saturday's <laughs> already gone and Sunday's quickly approaching to where it's, uh, you know, going to be over soon, but we're enjoying the last few weeks here that we have of that. I, I like that. That was like a, uh, good news, bad news, good news sandwich. That's right. <laughs> For some reason that's just on my mind this morning. I don't know why, but it, it is. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we enjoy watching football. We enjoy doing that as a family and um, man, we love that season, love that time of year. And so we always get a little sad when that's uh, wrapping up for the year. Yeah, even our kiddos, our son more than our daughter, but it, it's a fun family uh, family thing to enjoy together. Oh, I, I'm with you on that. Who, who doesn't love football? Right. But, but it's a great time of year to, to kind of, with that downtime, what better time, like what better thing can you do with your spare time than, than, get your financial plans kind of in order. And that's exactly what you guys do each and every day. So I learn from you every week. So I thought I'd kind of use that, that segue. Let's like transition. Yeah, that's right. Planning. What does that mean? What is, what does that even include or entail? And why does it even matter? Why do I have to plan financially? So this is, you're right, Chrissy, exactly what we talk about all day, every day with clients, um, with prospects, with families and individuals trying to improve their financial situation. Because our goal is to help families reach a state of financial health and to live that well through their retirement years. So in order to do that, we talk a lot about planning, uh, purpose-based planning. And here at Allon Planning Partners, what that really means is that we we prepare with purpose, we prepare for purpose, and we prepare on purpose. And uh, that's really what we're going to kind of dive into today. I, I love it. And so starting off at, at the beginning, because one of the, the things that we've talked about on the program before is there's really not, there's really not that many options for folks when it comes to classroom financial education or continuing financial education. That's Um, right. And that's not, it's not really offered many places. That's why we're trying to be the educators in our community. Uh, That's why we teach workshops and we teach two to three of those a month around the community 
uh, as well as our TV show that uh, we're airing now uh, weekly, and obviously this radio show that we're uh, going on weekly for. So we thought it would be a great time, especially here in January. Like you said, people have a little bit more downtime when the sports are going away and things like that, that we would get back to the basics and kind of cover uh, the who, what, where, and why of financial planning. Um, and so we may take a couple segments to do this because there's a lot that goes into it, but we want to start off if it's okay and just give some of that uh, foundational advice that we give every client that walks in the door. Let's do it. Where are we starting? So let's start here. One, anytime you get investment advice, you want to know who is giving me advice, right? You want to know that the person giving you advice obviously is someone that you can trust and someone that has intelligence on the subject. So integrity and intelligence are top of mind. Um, and so, you know, that's why a lot of times uh, folks will ask for their neighbors or maybe someone they consider to, to be successful in in their finances to say, hey, tell me who I should go see. Tell me who do you talk to about your finances, right? Because we want to make sure that we can trust the person that we're talking to. Well, we always go in with every person who comes in here. You want to know that you can trust us, not only for our integrity, but our intelligence and where we're at uh, and how we can set up plans for you. So today I want to kind of go behind the scenes and uh, open the curtain just a little bit more and explain what that means. So when you come in to sit down with us, you want to know first off, who are you and how are you licensed? You want to know whoever is giving you financial advice, that they are doing it from a place that is really on your side, that they're not trying to sell you a product, but they're trying to do good financial planning for you. And, and the way that folks are licensed will tell you a lot of that. Mm -hmm. um, so you can hold multiple licenses in our industry. Uh, most of these series licenses, like the Series 6, the Series 63, the Series 65, the Series 7, and all of these licenses allow you to do certain things, right? Uh, basically, uh, it allows you to uh, participate in certain products, let's just say, or give certain advice when it comes to financial planning. So we, will, we like to tell our clients exactly how we're licensed and what that means for them. So today, we are licensed as a Series 65 investment advisory license, and that is only investment advisory license. So we do not hold any license except the Series 65. Uh, what that means is, is our clients will pay us a flat fee in order to give them investment advice on how they should position their investments in order to uh, reach the goals that they have and reach their financial goals. Well, the reason that that's important, you want to see integrity behind it is because if we're giving you advice, you want to know that you're sitting on the same side of the table as us, right? Yeah, of course. You want to know that when we give you advice that we're giving it not just because we're selling something, but that we're giving advice because we're actually wanting you to hit your goals and succeed. Well, if we set this up in a way that's a flat fee-based uh, scenario, then we make more money as you make more money. Our interests are aligned. Yeah. yeah and that, if you it's a lose team effort. dollars, mm -hmm. if you lose dollars, we lose dollars. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really, you know, setting it up in a way to where we're not coming in and saying, hey, why don't you put your money over here? And if you lose a bunch of money, it doesn't matter because I've already been paid a commission, right? <laughs> um, right. But it really aligns us to say, hey, if we're charging a flat fee to manage X amount of funds, as you do better, we do better. Mm -hmm. And that's really what you want to know. You want to know whoever's giving you advice, that they are giving it in a way that if if you do better, they do better. And if you do worse, they do worse. Not uh, if, if you come in with a bucket of funds that they just profit only on a commission, 
from what they're putting you in or whatever that may look like. And then you uh, are left to whether the market does good or not to whether you actually get a return. Yeah, so right. their allegiance is no longer aligned to you. You want to be really specific in knowing how are you licensed and are you a fiduciary only? So that's the who. Who okay. is giving me financial advice? The next piece is what? What can I be invested in? And you know, you've heard us say this many times, Chrissy, that Warren Buffett says investing is simple, but it's not easy. Yes. <laughs> and it's simple because there are only five asset classes that we can invest in. Uh, you know, Jay really talks about this all the time, but there are only five mm -hmm. that we can pull from. Now, the reason that it's it's simple but not easy is because there are many different investment vehicles utilizing those five asset mm -hmm. classes that we have to choose from. And how in the world do we know right. which vehicle to use at which time, you know, for, sure. for which season and for which purpose? All of those questions. So that's when it can kind of muddy the waters and get a little more challenging when we're when we're looking at overall investing. So let me get in the weeds just for a second on this, right? I want folks to understand that quote. Investing is simple, but it is not easy. It's simple. Brittany said there's five asset classes. You have stocks, bonds, real estate, commodities, and cash. So when you look at how can I invest the funds that I have, the assets that I have, you can, whether it's in the bank or under your mattress, you can invest it in cash, right? You can invest it in commodities, which are things like gold and oil and wheat and silver and things like this. You can invest it in real estate, whether that is rental properties or your own uh, private residence or whatever that may look like. Then you got stocks and bonds. Bonds are debt. So you're buying, you're becoming the bank. Um, so if you buy a U.S. Treasury bond, let's just say, you are loaning the government your money and they you are, you are agreeing that they're going to pay you back with interest, right? That's what a bond does. You loan your dollars and they pay you back with interest. You become the bank. Now, a stock, you actually own a piece of the company. So you own equity in XYZ company, and if they do well, you do well. If they lose, you lose. So that is the really the five asset classes and exactly how they work. But like Brittany said, you've got things like mutual funds, mm -hmm. exchange traded funds, REITs, CDs, annuities, private equity funds, and the list goes on and on yeah. that, that people have that they have to choose from. Now, I, I saw a statistic the other day that there are more mutual funds in existence than there actually are common stocks. Mm -hmm. That's unbelievable, wow. right? <laughs> that just shows you how many options there are. Right. And, and that's just that's just those few investment tools. And so how do I know what I should invest in, right? You have to know your risk tolerance. You have to know your goal. That's why purpose-based planning is so important yeah. to know exactly what the purpose is for the bucket of money that you want so that we can match that up to the appropriate vehicle for that time. So that's what we're looking to do. And that is the who, the who am I and who am I giving advice to? And then the what, what can my money be invested in? And I know we have more to talk about probably in the next segment, but we wanted to hit each of these uh, in succession today. So coming up in the next segment, we're going to talk about the, the where and the why before we jump into the, the details of the purpose-based planning mm -hmm. and what that actually means. But maybe you're listening today and you're thinking, man, I really don't know how my current financial advisor is licensed. Well, certainly that's something you need to dig into and ask, find out about that. 
But we always recommend, even to people that we sit down with, you should get a second opinion. Don't just take the first answer that you get from a financial advisor or the first recommendation you get from a financial advisor. And that is what we offer, that complimentary consultation. There's never any obligation with us. It's a session where we sit down, answer your questions. We learn about you. You learn more about us. And uh, we begin to problem solve for you. You bring those questions and we provide those answers. So that's completely complimentary. So we're going to go ahead and open up our phone lines today for the first 10 callers. We have that complimentary consultation offered. So the phone number to call in is 800-971-4549. 800-971- Four five four nine. As always, you can always check out our website as well, allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. You can schedule your complimentary consultation directly from our website. At, again, your convenience, you find a time and date that works for you. You don't even have to pick up the phone. We make it as simple as possible to, to initiate the conversation there. So Feel free to reach out again, 1-800-971-4549. Know who is giving you investment advice. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and I am in studio with the founders of Allon Planning Partner, Jay and Brittany Hagee. We are having a conversation about the who, what, where, when, why, how. Did I did I get all of them? Who, what, yeah. where, when, why, and how. <laughs> That's, That's all of them. When it comes to purpose-based mm-hmm. planning. And one of That's the things right. that you you guys say often is to prepare with purpose. For purpose on purpose. That's, That's right. right. That's it. That's yeah, it. and it, and we're, it's it's great to expand on each of these pieces. If you missed the first segment, you can catch it on the podcast covering the who and the what. But we're about to dive into the where. Yeah, That's right. where is the next question you want to make sure you have an answer to, and that stands for the where is my money held when you're investing with anyone, you want to ensure that you are fully aware of exactly where your dollars are being held. I don't know if you all remember a specific scenario a little over a decade ago where there was a certain uh, Ponzi scheme that was unearthed. I think, yeah, I think he's um, in a, was brought to a a facility my home in my home state actually yeah, interesting yeah. yeah so he so you may actually even watch the netflix series right now there's a four part is ne- there? netflix series that shows very uh, interesting. kind of what he did to steal money from folks and it was crazy how he got away with it yeah the, how he got away with it and so like i actually encourage folks to go watch that because you know you want to know who you're working it's with enlightening. and that mm-hmm. that they are not like being secretive or hiding don't tell anybody where we're putting this money. <laughs> it, there's some red flags that you probably should be looking out for. So where your money's being held is super important. Yeah, and the way that he did it when he was t- taking advantage of individuals is he had all of his clients write him a check. That when when he invested their funds, the check was made out to, to him, him in his name. Yeah. Obviously, you can see the problem That's be with a red that. Flag. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's frightening. So what you want to know is exactly where are your dollars being held. 
So we'll answer that for us. For example, when you work with us, your dollars are being held at a third-party right. institution. So a th it's also called a third-party custodian. So uh, and uh, ones that we use that you may be very familiar with are TD Ameritrade Institutional, uh, Charles Schwab. They Fidelity. recently merged um, and became one company. Mm -hmm. um, Fidelity is another one. So it, the, the purpose of these companies is strictly to hold the funds and then giving us permission as your financial advisors to make moves as to how those funds are invested mm -hmm. based upon your goals, your desires, your purposes, right? So you want to ensure that you know where your dollars are being held. So that's very important because the custodians that are holding the money are going to be the ones that are acting as the bank, right? It's never, it should never be whoever's giving you investment advice as a person holding your funds. Yeah. That should right. never happen. You will ever. never make a checkout to Alon Planning no. Partners or Jay or Brittany. <laughs> should Hagee never happen. Or, no, any of our advisors. That is would only never third be the party case. custodians. But you have to be careful because if your advisor or broker is also working for that custodian and they're not independent. So what we tell our folks is just be aware if maybe your advisor or your broker or whatnot may be working at one of these uh, retail institutions and they're working for a custodian, you just want to make sure that they are giving you vice, advice that is independent of that. So it's not using just proprietary funds or, or things like that. But that's why us being independent investment advisors makes a huge difference is because you can be know for sure, you can rest assured that we do not have an institution telling us how to place our clients' money. So you want to just make sure that whoever's giving you investment advice, that they are independent, but they are using a third-party custodian, that they aren't holding the money on their own. That's that's a very big key. Yeah. And the next one would be the why. Why is it so why is it important to fully understand how you're invested? So when it comes to find making financial decisions, we talk so much about the why, mm -hmm. why you invest in a certain way, why you you structure your your funds in the specific method. You know, what what is the the purpose behind it? And we're going to dig into a bit more what that word purpose mm -hmm. means and what we actually mean by that. Why do we choose certain goals? Uh, why do we choose specific investment vehicles? Always ask why. I don't mm -hmm. no matter who you're working with, we would why encourage you. This why do you recommend this? Correct. What is the benefit this has for me? How is this going to get me to my goal? How is this going yeah. to solve my problem? Yeah. Absolutely. It, all those types of questions mm -hmm. need to be asked instead of just being placed in something and and, and saying, okay, <laughs> let's let's this looks good yeah, over the history. So you know we should use it again. Yeah, it, not, it and not matter. just looking at returns. We talk a lot. Of, uh, I think it was last week we talked a lot about you know returns and why it's not 10 may not always be better than five. You've got so many other things to consider matters, like yeah. fees and risk and all of these things. So we just encourage you to ask questions, ask why, ask more of those questions before making those types of decisions. So Chrissy, we're going to take just a few minutes here and break down that phrase that you uh, talk about. <laughs> we're, we're mentioning earlier, we prepare with purpose, we prepare for purpose and we prepare on purpose. Let's do so it. We're going to break down all three of those real quickly. Um, first off, we prepare with purpose, meaning that we are strategic. We want to make sure that we are strategically placing you and using specific tools to help our clients reach specific goals. Um, it's a more values-driven approach. Uh, it's more than 
uh, just the goal. It's the why behind your goals, which is big because mm-hmm. listen, goals change. It, it's going to, it's going to evolve right. over your lifetime. So it's not one hard set fast goal. That's going to stand firm for the remainder of your, your existence. This is something that's ever evolving and changing. So mm-hmm. I, I like the way Jay put it. It's more values driven. It's more than just the goal, but it's values driven. What is most important to you and what is it you're wanting to do with these funds? What's the, what's the, the strategic purpose behind it? Mm-hmm. And how can we use strategy to help you reach that goal? Like, what's that picture in your mind look like? Maybe what your retirement picture may look like. Yeah. This is what this is what I, I envision. Okay, then let's be strategic in planning how to get there. So planning with purpose is using strategies to help you reach those end goals. Which also means that if you don't have kind of uh, that purpose in mind or those goals or kind of that mental image or picture as to what you're working towards, it's really hard for us as advisors to be able to put together a cohesive plan for that um, because different uh, strategies would be used for different uh, purposes, mm-hmm. right? So that's why the end goal matters. Begin with the end in mind. That's what we want to do. We want to start out right from the beginning knowing, hey, this is the trajectory we're headed in and let's chart a course to get mm-hmm. there in the most efficient manner. So the next uh, phrase is we prepare for purpose. So with purpose, we use strategic values. For purpose is actually the, we, we tell a lot of folks, repurposing of your life. So we don't want to just say, hey, we're retiring. We're going to lay back and do nothing. That's typically not the, the, the choice that folks make. We're not just retiring. We are repurposing. What is the why? So a little bit more specific than, hey, I just want to retire at 60. Okay. Um, what if you were offered all the money that you could do anything you wanted to do at 60 and you don't have to even think about your profession anymore? What would you work for then? Right? What would you do then? It maybe, needs to or be maybe a you were, yeah, maybe you were offered money to do what you absolutely loved. What was life giving you don't need and to retire, fulfilling? Right? <laughs> yeah. And you wouldn't have to retire. Uh, th- think, think about it that way. You know, here's an example. One of our clients wanted to have no debt and enough money to live on by the time they were 60 so that they could travel to underdeveloped countries and teach English. Now that's an incredible why. That's a great why. Yeah, that was the vision she had. This is what I want to work towards. Another one that we recently worked with Mm -hmm. wanted to retire a bit earlier so that she could explore her passion of photography and travel and do photography in other countries. Mm-hmm. That was so fulfilling to her. That was her why. That's right. So having this, again, going back to that specific picture and having that vision in mind, but understanding that, hey, there's still purpose in what I'm doing and right. defining that. What does that mean? Right. So prepare for purpose. Know your why. Know why you're repurposing and what your life is going to mean. You know, some folks just may want to leave a legacy for their kids or grandkids Uh and, you know, want to give. give, Yeah, mm -hmm. give to charitable organizations or something. Mm -hmm. Or or travel with their spouse or their friends or, you know, their grandkids or experience, uh, have experiences together that they've never gotten to experience before. Those are all important important wise it's repurposing so that they could give others experiences that they want to have so whatever you're saving for just make sure it's for a purpose that you're repurposing yeah the point there is to define it define that and put a name to the reason behind you're doing mm-hmm. what you're doing and and it, it helps us know how uh, how to, to position you right. to be able to achieve that and then finally preparing on purpose mm-hmm. well what do we mean by preparing on purpose basically it's intentional Planning is intentional. It's not financial success or financial uh, health 
does not happen by accident. That's right. In order to be successful with our finances and, and maintain a state of financial health and to build wealth or a legacy for those who come after us, we must be intentional. And that takes thought and preparation and it takes strategy. It also takes a few key players, mm-hmm. people like us who are financial advisors. Uh, it takes CPAs and tax professionals. It takes a state law attorneys who can draw proper legal documents to, mm-hmm. to help ensure your wishes are followed. So it, it takes some intentionality and some preparation. It doesn't just happen. Uh, things don't just fall into place when it comes to this. It just takes a sure. little bit of time and working with the right people to get where and you want to be. And some of those things Brittany just mentioned, like Chris, you could probably sit there and be like, I know how to get a hold of you guys to do financial planning, <laughs> but how do I go talk to uh, lawyers and how do right, I go talk to CPAs? Right. And like, you know, the great thing about coming and getting an appointment with us is that's part of our process. Yep. We are going to help you, whether you're working with a CPA and a state attorney now or not, get those folks in your life as well when you need them because we do all planning comprehensively, right? So when you come and meet with us, we're going to act and back, go back to the football analogy as a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to get the ball to the right person on the team. We're going to work right with time. your CPA. We're going to work with That's your right. state law attorney. We want things that your assets titled properly. We want the beneficiaries to be named. We properly. want you to win. That's, That's right. All that matters. And so ultimately what we're saying today is if you, if you want to come in and sit down with us and let us walk through your why, we're going to make sure that you're planning with purpose, that you're planning for purpose, and that you're planning on purpose. We're not going to leave it to chance. We're going to plan on purpose for you. So you can reach us today, 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. We would love to sit down with you and your family and help you reach the purpose of your life help you reach when you get to that age where you want to repurpose and how can we make that as smooth as possible. We would love to sit down with you and meet with you one-on-one and give you that complimentary. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange. My name is Chrissy Paradis. I am your consumer advocate. And I am joined by the founders of Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. And we always have fun. I feel like every week I look forward oh, yeah. to this <laughs> this show. See, planning can be fun. Planning Talking is about fun. finance can be fun. Yeah, it <laughs> brings you all... up to have fun is what it does. <laughs> hey, that's yeah. right. It's not all boring. It's not, especially when, I mean, the advice that I've taken from this show has saved me money and it has helped my my. I have no debt. I mean, like just taking little small Walking tips. Walking it out. It's great. It's great. So it's a win-win-win, as Michael Scott That's it. Win, would win, say. Win. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Jay and Brittany, they, in addition to the radio show, they also have TV. Mm-hmm. They also have resources like master classes, workshops in the community, and several coming up in the month of February. That's right. We've got a couple coming up in Ottawa and Chattanooga and Cleveland. So all throughout the Chattanooga region. Thursday, February 16th, we're having a luncheon at Wine Down at 11 a.m. We're going to be holding, of course, a lunch and then uh, the workshop as well, the Retirement Masterclass. Wednesday, February 22nd, we're going to do the same thing downtown Chattanooga at Mellow Mushroom. So all of you that may work downtown, uh, take a long lunch that day on February 22nd. Sign up for our workshop and come learn a bit to be better prepared for the next stage of life. 
Um, and then the last one for the month of February is Tuesday, the 28th, and that's at the Cleveland Public Library. So again, all throughout the Chattanooga area, no matter where you live, one of those is bound to be close to where you are, even mm -hmm. for some of our Georgia listeners. Uh, certainly some of those locations are close, close mm -hmm. by there. So you can check out our website, allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com head on over to our events page and you can register for any of those workshops directly from our website and we we're about to talk about the i think tupac said it the best uh <laughs> yes, you know things change and that's the way it is that's the way it is right and it's anytime you have a big change in life folks sometimes will go to facebook and vent or they'll go to their significant other or a doctor or a lawyer, but there's so many different life events that folks should really be speaking with their their financial advisors about. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. The the one constant in life is that things change. So that you can be and rest assured that things change. So when you have changes, especially big ones in your life, you want to make sure that you're speaking with the professionals that matter around those subjects, right? So if there's a change in your health, you're speaking to the doctor, right? Um, if there's a, a change, uh, maybe with uh, a marital status, you may be speaking with an attorney. Um, anytime that there's major financial changes, we encourage our clients to get with us as soon as possible. And we encourage our listeners, if you're going through any kind of financial change, you want to reach out to us and so that we can connect with you and talk about that change. Well, and we want to we want to lay out some of these maybe mile markers or life experiences that may trigger a conversation right. with the financial advisor, because a lot of times they they may not initially feel finance related. You may not think, oh, yeah, this is going to impact my financial situation. But all of these things we're going to talk about today can have a drastic impact on your finances mm -hmm. and your financial health. And so it's important to take time and ensure that these life altering, uh, you know, events that happen in your life um, do not require adjustments to your financial plan, because more often than not, these types of life events will require some type of adjustment to your financial plan, whether it's based on your goals, maybe you're you're determining to work for something different than you were before, or maybe you inherited some funds and it changes your financial picture. There's a number of things. So Jared, yeah, Jared mentioned the job change or a loss of a job. Um, that's that's a big one because right. not just that doesn't just affect your income, but that affects affects any retirement savings like four hundred one k's that you have, uh, accounts like that, and how your plan for retirement may need to change because of that, determining what your new job offers for retirement compensation. Mm -hmm. And if there's a 401k plan or something like that, or maybe you, you start your own business and you need to begin planning differently through maybe right. a SEP or something. There's, there's going to be different strategies that are, are used based on what that job and work experience looks like. So definitely something to consider. Of course, a change of job impacts health insurance and cash flow yeah, as well. Could. I mean, you've got to consider all those things when you're looking at income and expenses each month. So, so especially what a lot of folks don't uh, think about or may not know is that if you change jobs, even if you're rolling that old 401k into your new 401k, speaking with someone that can actually direct you and guide you into what your new 401k plan is doing 
is something that you want to to, to connect with. Yeah. And so that we help plenty of folks with that as well. So I've just got a new job and I don't understand all of this language in my new 401k. How does it fit my current financial plan and what should I be looking for? Those are the kind of things we want to help with. Yeah. Another one would be any type of change in marital status. Maybe if there was a divorce or maybe you're entering into a second marriage or, mm -hmm. or third or something like that. Um, it, it really makes a difference if you're looking at things like child support obligations or alimony. Those can have a significant impact on or you're your, losing your a spouse picture. or you're getting married for the first time. Yeah. Any, any, of, any of those, uh, you know, any of those make a difference in your financial picture. If you're getting married, of course, the overall household income looks looks more typically mm -hmm. if you're both working and so that would adjust your income and expenses that may mean you could save more for retirement there's a lot of potential changes that could come from something like that another one would be caring for a parent uh, maybe your your parents have some kind of an illness or just need full-time care or part-time care uh, that is a big one we dealt with that you know unfortunately in my own family recently oh. And it is such a challenging season. And I have such a heart for families who are walking through this and trying to make these decisions as to how to best care for these people that they love so much. And, you know, a lot of times families find themselves overextended mm -hmm. trying to do that because they have such love and care for those family members. And they get to a point where they're like, man, I just, I don't know how I can do this. How, how do I, sure. how do I balance this and give them the care that they deserve? Even to where we've had clients that we've cared for that have to help take care of their aging parents. And then they have to delay their own retirement yeah. because of that, you know, mm -hmm. so proper planning may have could have avoided that just a bit, you know, so you want to make sure that you're having uh, efficient and effective planning to reduce expend expenditures to your own budget if you are, you know, looking to help care for a parent. And that doesn't always necessarily mean that your, your financial situation will be negatively impacted. That's right. That doesn't always mean that. So don't, don't assume that that would be the case because there are times where things can be repositioned and you That's realize, right. man, I, I can actually care for my family like I want to and still be okay financially. There's strategies to, to, to improve those types of situations. Yep. So that's another one. Of course, a big one is preparing for retirement, which we all should be doing mm -hmm. no matter what stage of life we're in. But where you're close to retirement, that's what we're talking about. When you're in that retirement red zone, maybe five years, 10 years from retiring, uh, there are so many uh, choices that you have to make and take leading up to retirement. Um, so yeah, you really want to make sure that prior to retiring, you think about things like social security eligibility and distribution strategies. You want to think about things like your health insurance, because That's if you haven't hit one. Medicare age yeah. yet, you have a bridge to gap, yep. you know, a gap to bridge. I should say, you want to make sure that you are covered when it comes to health insurance and really the income planning piece of retirement. Maybe you, yeah, huge. And maybe you have a pension with your work. It's good to know what you can expect from that. Mm -hmm. Now, many people don't have pensions anymore. So if you are one of those who don't have a pension available to you, you're going to have to work on a drawdown strategy for your current assets, which you've mm -hmm. worked your whole life to save up for. And the strategy in that is so important. How you begin taking distributions 
from those retirement mm -hmm. accounts matters. It matters when it comes to your taxes. It matters That's when right. it comes to a number of things and it can make a big Withdrawing impact. from the right accounts at the right time, yeah, making sure you're yeah. taking your acquired minimum distributions at the right age, making sure that you know you have a diversification within your tax status. So if you have IRAs or Roth accounts or, or individual accounts, where should I be drawing from first? All of this matters in income planning and that is a huge one if you're close to retirement to that have us help you with is that income planning piece. Here's another one, birth of a child. I spoke with someone just yesterday who it wasn't a birth of their child, but it was a birth of a grandchild and how they were wanting to start a, a savings or an investment account for that minor, for that grandchild that they could use those funds for college or for some kind of trade school or anything within their future. So that may be something that you're experiencing. If it's not your own children, it could be grandchildren that you're, you're bringing into the family and wanting to help care for. Um, change of health is a huge one. This happens all mm -hmm. the time. Change of health with you or with your spouse and a lot of times, like we started the segment here talking about the only constant in life is change. And this is something that is so impacting That's to right. our lives. And it often sure. hits very suddenly. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many people have told us we are so glad we planned before we received this mm -hmm. diagnosis. We're so glad we planned before we received this negative news about our health. So it makes a difference, not just in your financial situation, but in the mental health, because you know, man, I've taken care of these things and you don't have to live worried and stressed about it. And then the final thing we want to talk about is having these conversations before making a big investment. Mm -hmm. Because you don't want to jump into something without fully understanding maybe pros and cons or uh, maybe implications that you are unaware of that that investment might potentially have on you or your financial situation. And and obviously, these are just a very small few list few. of life events. Because yeah. if we listed out every potential life event that you need to plan for financially, we could be on here for days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? So we want to make sure that you realize that any situation that could affect how you're planning for your future or how it could affect your finances, you need to make sure that you're sitting down with a professional. You need to make sure that you're calling in, scheduling that no obligation, no cost appointment so that we can help you walk through and guide you to the correct positioning of your funds. So you can reach us 800-971-4549 if you are experiencing any life-changing event that could cause you to say, I need to plan for this financially. How is it going to impact my finances? Reach out to us, 800-971-4549. We'd be glad to meet with you and connect with you or go to allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And we have to take a short break, but it's your favorite time of the show, guys, when we get back. We're ready to answer some questions today, Chrissy. Welcome back to the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Lee. I'm your consumer advocate, Chrissy Paradis, and in studio with me, the founders of Allon Planning Partners, Brittany Hagee and Jay Hagee. You can get in touch with Brittany and Jay by calling 800-971-4549. That's 800-971-4549. You can also set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany directly from their website, Allon Planning 
planning.com, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, we have a few questions from listeners to dive into. You guys ready to to throw some We're always ready to take questions from our listeners. Let's jump in. All right. Our first question is from Nick in Hickson. I'm married to a financial hoarder and entering retirement. Any suggestions for how to get over the hump? Okay. Mm. Well, mm-hmm. Nick, um, you know, it depends on the severity of what you mean by financial hoarder. Interesting. It's you a know, new term I, to me. Yeah, I've met with quite a few people that I would consider borderline, right? Like that are that are there. And what that means to me and what that looks like is probably your spouse is someone who is stuck in the accumulation phase uh, when it comes to financial planning. What that means is we're just saving, we're just investing, we're just saving, we're just holding back. We've got, we can never have enough. I don't have enough security. Um, That lack of security causes them to want to gain more and more and more and forget that you actually do have to start a distribution phase at some point. So that can be a very hard thing for folks who have spent 40 years of their life yeah, plus just tough. coming to accumulate, 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 and that and that they really don't feel secure that, that uh, enough is ever enough. And they get to this mentality to where they have to hoard. And it's hard to change a 40-year pattern in four days, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to take time. You, you can't um, force someone into that, but you can't educate them and reassure them by showing them a distribution strategy, an income planning strategy, utilizing those funds that will last your lifetime. Now that will include things like inflation. You know, you have to include that kind of thing. So we do that for folks. We do good income planning for folks that we want to take what assets that they have, make sure that they reaches the goals that they have throughout the rest of their life. So if you have someone like us walking you step by step through that process, that typically ends up in a piece, a peace of mind that, oh, I can utilize some of these funds in a distribution strategy to get me to where I need to be for retirement and, and beyond and repurposing is what we call it. That's right? right. Yeah. So I would say, you know, feel free to call in and schedule an appointment with us, whether that's on Zoom or in our office, because what we want to do is talk a little bit about Hey, where have you been the last couple of decades? Where are you at in this accumulation phase? You know, how much have you accumulated and how can we help you take those assets and give you peace of mind with a income strategy and a distribution strategy that is going to help um, show you that you have the better potential not to run out of money because you're doing proper planning, right? And it's ultimately about that number one fear. Do I have enough? Am I going to run out of money? And we want to put that at ease, especially someone who is considered a financial hoarder by their spouse. We would have to work a little bit alongside you to put that mindset to ease that, yes, you can utilize these accumulated funds for your retirement planning. And if you can relate to Nick's question and would like to set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany and the team at Allon, you could call right now, 800-971-4549. We're going to Cleveland next, where Kelly has a question. What is a fair number to have saved for long-term care? Hmm. Long-term care is a big expense. And kudos to you for, for looking at that and considering that, because many people tend to leave that out when they're looking at medical expenses. And then 
they or their loved ones end up sideswiped at some point mm -hmm. having to determine, man, how do we come up with the funds for this care? Because we want the best care for our mother or for our father or for our grandparent or whoever it might be. Um, even your child, you know, if something happens to your child and needs some kind of care. So those the, those are wonderful things to, to consider. Mm -hmm. Man, the figures on that are extremely high. Yeah, I just actually looked at some statistics on this, and this is part of what we help teach at some of our workshops. And so I know that it can be extremely high. The average uh, daily cost right now, Chrissy, is $297 <gasps> a day Wait, for, for nursing home care. For, well, uh, for one day? A week would be, I can't a, do that math day. even. A month is over $9,000. Oh my goodness. Okay? A year is over $108,000. What? And the average cost, the average time needed for long-term care in America, for a male, it is 2.2 years. Mm. And for a female, it's 3.7 years. And so knowing those <sighs> statistics and helping people know you have to plan for that. So on average, men who need long-term care is $238,000 plus dollars as of today. That don't count inflation for five years from now, right? And women are over $400,000. I was going to say for our female listeners, wow. I hope you caught that because we experience higher long, higher, obviously longevity. We, we just live longer than our, our male mm -hmm. counterparts. We just do. And therefore our long-term care needs are typically much higher than the, our spouses. So man, especially important for, for, for you women out there listening today, considering that expense and making sure you have a plan in place to cover that if that need arises. And especially this one, it's easy to stick our head in the sand on. It's easy to say, hey, I'll think about that when I get to it. Right. I don't need it right now. That's mm -hmm. never going to be me. <laughs> I, I won't need long-term care. My I spouse won't not. need long-term yeah. care, right? Like not. We can think that way, but you have to plan for the what-ifs because a lot of folks think, well, you know, it's expensive, but Medicare will pay for all that. That is just not the case. Um, Medicare actually has stipulations that they will help you cover some of it if you've paid down a certain amount of your assets. You may have to utilize a lot of your retirement funds before Medicare will help pay for the long-term care you need. So you do not want to be in a situation to where, especially married folks, as one of their spouses need long-term care and the other spouse is having to go through all of their retirement funds and all of their other financial planning funds in order to pay for long-term care. It's such a sad situation, but we want to plan for you. We want to create good, we want to create financial plans that include long-term care uh, in that planning so that you can have peace of mind when it comes around the long-term care. And question. listen, that doesn't always look like your typical long-term care insurance, kind of like the use That's it or right. lose it uh, types of policies that like with your car creative insurance. solutions. Right. Yeah. With, with car insurance, you, you have to have it, but if you don't use it, you, you just paid for it anyway. That's how long-term care insurance used to be. Mm -hmm. But there are other methods and other vehicles to utilize to bring some long-term care solutions uh, that's not a use it or lose it. It could be a it could be a paid out life benefit or a paid out death benefit. So there there are options, is the point here. There are options, and it's worth speaking to someone like us to dig us into what that options. looks like. That's it. Yeah. And we are going to Chattanooga for our last question from Ashley. My husband and I were married 15 years, and he recently unexpectedly passed away. I received a significant amount of life insurance, and I'm a bit overwhelmed in knowing what to do with these funds. 
How should I invest this inheritance? Hmm. Ashley, first of all, we are so sorry to hear of your loss. Uh, that can be so tragic and so difficult to go through the loss of a spouse, especially when it's unexpected, like it sounds like you've experienced. And that can bring such financial uh, struggle and discourse. And I, I'm thankful that you're in a place where you're not experiencing a, a financial need because of it. You have received an, an inheritance through life insurance. Uh, you're receiving funds and you're able to invest. And the, the truthful answer to how should you invest those funds is that depends on this, the entirety of your situation. We are certainly not the kind of firm that has a blanket answer for where should I invest my money? Uh, we are very, as we've talked about on the show today, purpose-based, solution-based, creative solutions are offered through the, the purpose-based planning that we put together. And it goes to reach your goals, reach your specific needs. Ashley, it, it would determine uh, you know, how you invest these funds. A number of questions come to mind. I would ask you, do you have children? How old are you? Um, are you working full-time? Do you already have retirement savings? Uh, and if so, how are you, how are you uh, saving and preparing for retirement? So a number of, of uh, questions like that would be what we would first ask. And then from the answers to those questions, be able to determine, hey, here's a few things that you might could consider that would be beneficial to your situation based off of the answers you've provided to those questions. Yeah. So we, you know, unfortunately, we see this a lot and we uh, walk alongside of folks just like yourself, Ashley, who are walking yeah. through difficult times right. and have to come up with solutions for these difficult times. And um, we, we, in we enjoy helping folks, right? Never want it to be under these circumstances. But if you find yourself in this circumstance, like Ashley, this is what we help with. We help you come up with a plan that um, is going to fit your needs. It's it's very customized. It's not a cookie cutter. Yeah, this is what you should invest in. Go put your money here. That's not the case. And to our callers, Nick, Kelly and Ashley, thank you so much for your questions. If you have questions of your own for Jay and Brittany, you could call right now, set up a time to sit down with Jay, Brittany, and the team at Alon Planning, 800-971-4549, 800-971-4549. Or you could set up a time to sit down with Jay and Brittany directly from their website. Go to Alon Planning. A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And Jay, Brittany, we are up against it, but yeah. any final thoughts for the week? Yeah, I, I just wanted to say, I hope that listeners have enjoyed the show as much as we've enjoyed it today because we have enjoyed showing you a little bit behind the curtain about how we do purpose-based planning, that we want to plan with a purpose, that we want you to plan for purpose, and that we want you to plan on purpose, and how we do that with each individual client that we serve. So if that's you, and you're out there, and you're like, man, I know that I have investments. I know that I have um, a 401k and IRA. I know, you know, what percentage I gained last year, but I'm not sure that I'm investing with, for, and on purpose. That's why we're here. We want to offer a no cost, no obligation opportunity for you to set with us so that we can put purpose behind your finances and help you in your financial planning strategy. And we say it every week. We're not trying to get something from you. We are working to get something of value to you. Give us a call, 1-800-971-4549.
Investment advisory services are offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific investment opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean that the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.